everyone. Wherever you are, wherever you may be listening to this podcast, I welcome you to another episode of Wisdom with Charlie Perkins. When was the last time you were stressed out? See, some of you all are laughing already. I take that as (laughs) maybe you were on your way to work, running late, stuck in traffic, or were you at home paying your monthly bills? Or maybe you were just watching the five o'clock news. Your heart starts racing, your palms get sweaty, your stomach jumps into your throat. We experience these body sensations so often that we don't even know the difference now. So it does me for a minute. If you have anything in your hands, just set it aside, plant your feet firmly on the ground, close your eyes, inhale with me, in through the nose, exhale through the mouth, inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth, and when you're ready, open your eyes. Congratulations. You just practiced self-care. It can be that simple. Unfortunately, the $10 billion self-care industry doesn't want you to think so. There's this myth that's fed by Instagram posts and countless advertisements that self-care is a spa day pedicure and Prosecco, a weekend-long Netflix binge, anything pumpkin spice related. All these indulgences are great, but they're not self-care. We're left chasing these perfect self-care experiences and they don't actually restore us. So we're left with the question, if that's not self-care, what is self-care and how do I practice it? Self-care is deliberately taking care of your well-being through restorative activities. One of the greatest threats for our well-being is physical and emotional stress. Stress is one of the leading causes of healthcare issues in America, and we experience it every day. We experience stress by what we put in our bodies, what we put on our bodies, the thoughts that we think, and the choices that we make throughout our day. Some of the most stressful things that we can put in our bodies are sugar, alcohol, excessive caffeine, and processed foods. Those are also some of the most consumed items in America. So with all this stress impacting our immune system, our energy levels, our emotional well-being, it's essential that our self-health care practice does the opposite. A little over a year ago, I was hospitalized. I almost slipped into a diabetic coma. Many of you already have heard the story. But I was stressed, I wasn't eating properly, I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't exercising. Before I was discharged, several doctors talked to me about what I needed to do to take care of myself, including walking, changing my diet, and relaxing more. They stressed that I had to start taking better care of myself. And that's when I discovered how to practice self-care. I remember coming home and my foundation began with meals that were rich in fruits, vegetables, and whole plant-based foods. 
And then I added in three restorative activities to make my self-care practice. The first, moments of stillness and in silence. We just practiced this a few minutes ago. We are bombarded by noise every day. The TV, the radio, traffic, our kids yelling at us. But the loudest noise of all is the voice in our heads. We have roughly 60,000 thoughts a day, and for some of us, 80% of those thoughts are negative. When we meditate and have moments of stillness and silence, it brings awareness to that internal voice. And when we have that awareness, that's when we can choose what thoughts we are holding on to and which we want to let go of. We can also adjust the volume on how loud that internal voice is. I remember the first time I meditated. I was sitting in a chair and I immediately got squirmy. My back started hurting and my internal voice got so loud I was talking about all the things that I should be getting done in my to-do list versus sitting and doing absolutely nothing. But I committed to five minutes a day and slowly but surely that voice got quieter. I have one suggestion for starting a powerful meditation or stillness practice and it's simply to be comfortable. You don't need to sit in a straight back rigid chair. You can actually be comfortable on your couch. I actually encourage you to be as comfortable as possible without falling asleep. The second restorative activity I added in was movement. This could be walking, running, dancing, yoga, jumping jacks on your living room floor. Our bodies are meant to move. And when we move and when we exercise, it creates endorphins which first, they help us sleep, which naturally reduces our stress, and it also sends a positive feeling through the body that's similar to that of morphine. You don't need a fancy gym or trainer to do this, although they may help sometimes, and just 10 minutes a day makes a difference. I walk four to six miles a day, and it's made an incredible difference in my self-care. The last restorative activity I added in was time in nature. According to environmental psychology, time in nature will improve your mood, reduce stress, and improve cognitive functions. And the Environmental Protection Agency says that the average person spends 93% of their life indoors. So we're left with this incredible opportunity to support our well-being simply by going outside. We're animals of nature, and we often live completely disconnected from our natural environment. We may go days, if not weeks, without our bare hands or feet touching the ground. The term earthing is now being used to describe your bare hands or feet on the ground, our earth. And there's a renowned cardiologist who says that the reduction of inflammation due to earthing can actually be documented by infrared imaging and white blood cell count. Some of the other benefits include reduced stress, improved sleep, and improved circulation. When you combine these activities and practice them daily, 
It will support your mood, increase your energy, and increase your joy. Just imagine if you practice self-care for 30 minutes a day, 10 minutes of stillness, 10 minutes of movement, 10 minutes of time in nature, on top of a diet that's rich in whole plant-based foods, that's over 180 hours of self-care in a year. But I'm so busy, Charlie. Where am I gonna get time for 30 minutes a day of self-care? Well, we can start by looking at the five hours a day that the average person watches TV, or the 50 minutes a day that we spend on social media. We can start there. But before you get worried about adding a self-care practice onto your never-ending to-do list, remember that it is a practice. It's not about getting it right or having the perfect self-care photos for your social media. It's about showing up for yourself every day. What would be possible for you if you showed up for yourself? Have a blessed week, everybody. Podcast listeners, there's a new and inspiring podcast that you will want to add to your playlist, Wisdom with Charlie Perkins. During each episode of this podcast, they talk about inspiration, leadership, and management tips. Charlie Perkins and guests will also have fun and try to enhance your life in a positive way. Host Charlie Perkins shares fun stories and insight that you will truly appreciate. Wisdom with Charlie Perkins, available on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. Wisdom with Charlie Perkins. Add the podcast to your playlist right now.